0: hey what's up y'all it's carolina and we're back it's the friday edition of tgif and i'm joined by the fabulous carlos king who's filling in for funky dineva because we know he's getting his bunions together baby he's he's gonna get them together so what's up carlos thanks for joining me and al today
1: hey carolina how's it going hey al my pal honey yes what's (laughs) up carlos hi so we are Thank you <laughs> I'm happy?
0: You happy to be back?
1: I'm <laughs> yeah, oh, happy to be DJ back. DJF calls me, honey. It's a good time and a good check.
0: Okay. Absolutely, we're here to spill the tea, sip the tea, and break down the biggest headlines on the news and in social media. So y'all sit back, relax, and get ready to sip this hot, hot tea. But you know it's Friday, so fellas, what are you getting into this weekend?
2: Well, I'm gonna be in New York City. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know I've been here. Well. I haven't been here in a little while. I haven't been here at least two or three weeks. So I'm excited to be back in my city, um, especially that it's now in the fall after the summer. So I'm going to see what I can, you know, judge up. Mm -hmm. Everybody's still looking
0: summertime fine there, I'm sure.
1: Mm -hmm. Especially in D.C., honey, where the boys come to play and I stay. Yes. (laughs) Carlos, what you doing this weekend? Well, I'm going to get into somebody, not into things. So, you know, that's the oh, weekend. Just,
0: Do we know the, who the somebody is?
1: <laughs> but my raindrops know them as my African. So that is the mystery man of my life. So we still not going to spill the tea today. <laughs> not when it comes to my man, honey. No, child. No. I mean,
0: we got to keep things private when we keep them private. I get it. I get it. All right. But are we drinking anything? I'm like empty handed myself. What, y'all sipping on something?
2: I need a drink to be honest. Facts.
1: Not- Me too. I have my allegedly T on standby because we know everything <laughs> Al says is fact checked. So I got to say, <laughs> "Allegedly."
0: <ready. laughs> All right, well, let's get on with the show then, baby. Okay, so uh, there's a, a video that has gone viral of a Florida football coach who suspended himself, which is already questionable. Of him cussing out one of his players, and I mean, he went in absolutely not. Check it out. Get
2: do something! I'll blow your the light to got me shut the door bro ass bitch real talk you want to be a
1: gangster let's
0: do some gangster let's go Mm -mm. five-year-old coach said he's seeking mentorship for himself to become a better coach and mentor to his players in the future and he's actually allegedly back already and back coaching these athletes now my son plays football and if i caught a video or caught wind of his bar to the knees is exactly what he's about to do. Uh, absolutely not You not play with my son that way no 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 nobody's gonna talk to him like that
2: Alex. that's interesting that's interesting carolina because i would like to talk less about the coach's action because i have to be honest you know i i come from a sports family all six of us six of us we all play sports, we all play football, we all play basketball, we all ran track. And honestly, I've seen this type of exchange between coaches and players. It's a part of the culture in a way. I'm not saying that it's right. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it's right. But if anybody that's played organized sports know that it can get heated because of all the testosterone and the stress and the, and, and the, and the warning to win. Now that's why I would like to talk about why a teammate was recording this. And the reason why I say that is because I remember I had a teammate that we just did not get along with because he went back and told his mother everything that happened in the locker room or at practice and that mother then started micromanaging that coach and i didn't like it so for me my question here is Why was he recording it? Was he recording it because he's tired of the coach being disrespectful and he wanted the coach to have accountability for his language and his choice of words? Or was he recording it because he was mocking one of his fellow teammates? Or did he do this because he wanted to capture a viral moment? And Mm -hmm. for me, this almost, almost just a stitch feels like a betrayal of the team's brotherhood in all honesty.
0: I mean, the fact that everybody is still standing behind the coach tells me that there is definitely a brotherhood there, and it's definitely not his first time acting this way and speaking to his athletes this way. But, Carlos, what do you think?
1: Yeah, well, listen, there's two sides to every story, so we know that. Um, So apparently, or should I say allegedly, this this gentleman who's being yelled at, and I do agree with Al, I play with balls, but not football. <laughs> I don't know anything. I don't know much about organized sports, but I know about organized throupling. So my, <laughs> what I do know allegedly is the reason why this coach is yelling at this particular player is because allegedly he got arrested for stealing and his coach bonded him out of jail. His mom picked him up from jail and sent him to this particular coach to set him straight. So just like we've seen those Maury Povich, Dr. Phil talk shows where you send a juvenile delinquent to mm-hmm. jail to mm-hmm. scare them. Apparently this is tough love because the man, well, the boy in this question in, in this situation doesn't have a father figure, allegedly. Got it. So there's always context of things, but you know, when people tape stuff, you only see five minutes of what is an hour long plus conversation that has a lot of context.
0: I will agree with you there. There are multiple sides to a story. Absolutely. And Southwest Florida prep is known for being a second chance for, uh, students who want to pursue a uh, college football in an right.
2: area. Now is that near you, Carolina? That's in Texas. This is in Texas, right?
0: No, not the Florida, not the Florida high school, but this next story we're about to talk about. Yes, it's right in the Houston neck (laughs) of the woods and it's at Barbers Hill High School in Mont Bellevue where a black student has received a suspension again because of his locks. He's refusing to cut them and they said, oh, you should sacrifice them. All right. He's already had them in neat pulled back style. It's not like he's ungroomed and it looks un un unwell and the student just says it's too long and it violates their hygiene policy now mind you he got suspended one day before the crown act went to play here in texas which is all about respecting natural hair and so when he went on that first two two-week suspension he was like okay now the crown act is in play when i go back i'm gonna keep my locks because hello the law is on my side. Well, no, they suspended him again. I think it's absolutely unfair. The whole reason the crown act came to play is because at that very same high school in 2021, there was another student who was suspended because of his hair and he took it all the way up the court system. And now we have the crown act enabled here in Texas. So what the hell is up with this unfair treatment? Carlos, what do you think?
1: Yeah, look, this is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Like, listen, who cares about the hairstyle of a student? It's the reason why we call them locks and not dreadlocks anymore because of the negative connotation dread has with the association of locks. This gentleman looks great. Also, You let him in the school with the locks. It's not like he had a ball fade like me and Al does, and all of a sudden he grew some locks overnight in Erica Badu's closet or her farm. Right. This person had it upon entering the school. So why all of a sudden is an issue? This seems to me, I'm going to say it, very racially motivated, because obviously a white student, unless they're Chet Hanks, Tom Hanks' son, is not going to have locks in their head. So it's definitely, in my opinion, racially motivated.
0: Yeah, and the fact that it's like pulled back. So according to the policy, it can't be touching the ears or it can't be touching like the top collar of their shirt, but he literally has it neatly pulled back. It ain't touching any part of his body. So-
2: I think the issue here is the attorney for the school district is asking the courts for clarification because the Crown Act did pass September 1st of 2023. However, it only passed through the House and not the Senate. The Senate rejected it. However, the state of Texas did Adopt their own form of a Crown Act, which prohibits race based hair discrimination. However, there is a clause in that Texas uh, Crown Act in which the lawyer is asking for better clarification because is it because it's, you know, when he wears it down, it's an issue, but when he wears it up, it's not?
0: Yeah, I feel like does school policy supersede state law? Like, I feel like that's what's coming into play here. Like, if state law says we should not discriminate, we need to respect natural hair, then why are we, why is this even a question? Why are we even debating this?
2: Yeah. And look, I'm just glad that the young man's going to school, taking school serious. He's not causing a problem. He's not disrupting any classes. Let this young man live and let his hair live too and leave him alone. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: All right. Let's move on to Kanye West's wife. Apparently Bianca Sensori is cutting ties with her family and friends because they seem to have opinions of her marriage, which I think we all have opinions of that marriage, if I'm being honest. Uh, A source shared that the 28-year-old told one of her friends, asked if she's okay. Now, I mean, I guess if I'm in a relationship with somebody as a narcissistic but as wealthy as Kanye, maybe I would isolate myself. I don't know. What do you think, Al? I don't know. Well what- <laughs>
1: There's so many <laughs> layers, so many layers to this. The, the same energy for Kanye West that you have for Kim Kardashian the other night. <laughs> Listen, Kanye, I uh-uh, uh-uh. Kanye West, <laughs> once again, is dating a non-black woman. So all the smoke <laughs> you have for Kimberly Noel Kardashian the other day... Right,
2: she We're likes a, she likes her and- a black man and he likes him a white woman. So here we got it. As it relates to this particular story, I gotta be honest, this sounds like the start of the practice called isolation, where the boyfriend isolates the girlfriend from their friends and they exhibit weird behaviors. We cannot sit back here and pretend like them being in Venice, getting fellatio on a little boat and everybody seeing it is not weird behavior. If if you were my friend, I definitely would put an outbound call to you like, girl, what are you doing? Also, you walking around in a whole other country, not washing your behind, and you got tape over your coochie and your booty hole talking about you in high fashion. I would be concerned as well for these two. So oh, a yeah. friend making that call and trying to figure it out is something that she should be grateful for instead of cussing them out.
0: Yeah, because when Kanye leaves her, coming up in a year or so she's going to have nobody except for her homeless looking clothes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, coming up next, a woman names her baby after a stimulant. I don't know. And she says she had a good reason too. it's so weird. And later sexy red is coming for the people saying she's a bad influence, honey. So you stay right there. We got the tea coming up next. Welcome back soulmates. We're running with (laughs) TGIF on this Friday, baby. We've got Al Reynolds, we got Carlos King, and we sipping and spilling the tea. All right, this next story, y'all, I don't know what they're sipping on down under, but this Australian mother is getting so many questions after she named her newborn baby methamphetamine rules. Okay. She says she submitted it as a joke because she's a journalist and she was trying to see if she could get away with it there. And she thought that the registry would deny and reject that name, uh, but it was approved. So her baby is named methamphetamine rules. I'm sorry. Like I don't, in the name of good journalism, I would not sacrifice my child's name for, um, a good story. What are your thoughts on this Al? Ah,
2: I think it's crazy. I mean, I do understand that she is, a I do understand that she was on an assignment. She was working on a story for the network that she was working at on the topic of what Australians can legally name their babies. So she took this opportunity because that she was birthing her child, that she would lean in and be able to, you know, carry out this assignment but the, the the deal is they approved it and now that is the name of her child so how crazy is that and now she has to go back to the registrar and ask for a name change I don't I just don't know that I would mix my my work assignment with my child's name or anything dealing with my kids or anything dealing with my family, because something like this could happen. You could end up in a situation where you damage your kids or you damage a family member. And to me, you can be the best journalist and that would make you the worst mom.
0: Absolutely. And I'd rather be a great mom and a terrible journalist than the other way
2: around. (laughs) Right,
0: Carlos, what are you thinking, boo?
1: Well, I think she's both. I think she's a terrible mom. She's a terrible journalist. She's a terrible representation of Australia, which is my (laughs) country the world. She, listen, she's horrendous. And this is some crazy white folks mess. And I love white folks, but baby, I don't see Shantae from Compton naming her son Crack, Coke, and ain. This is idiotic. (laughs) This is so, she's an idiot, pretty much. And those who show you that these people got too much time on their hand. Like, who names their child off of a drug? Is this sentimental because that's what you use to get pregnant? I need to know the backstory. I'm not buying that. She was trying to test something out. What she was testing out is her level of drug use. And she needs to have the child be taken away, child. Evaluated. So, you know, let me, oh, let, me yes. let me
2: Let me let me let me get a little messy
1: right here. Carlos, now do you plan on having kids? Well, the thing is this, I do want kids. I want a boy and a girl who are twins and they're both Scorpios. And what would you like to name them? I'm not going to tell you because you're still it, but... (laughs)
0: It's not after a narcotic, though, right? It's not after a narcotic. Oh, it? No,
1: I'm going to name them Nini and Leeks. That's the <laughs> <laughs> yes. We stand, Nini. Yes, okay, we do. Okay, NeNe and okay.
2: and Leeks. Okay,
1: Leeks. Okay, Nini King, Leeks King. That's their names, child.
2: Leeks <laughs>
1: King. Mm, that's a little questionable, right there. So <laughs> what-
2: Leeks King.
0: <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next story. So a TikToker is getting a lot of hate because uh, she was eavesdropping at a restaurant in Dallas on a group of friends. Another girl who wasn't there, her name is Sarah. Check out what she caught.
1: Your friends is over there talking about you. They said that your coochie was out on the video, the way you was dressed and she said, you dress sleazy everywhere the f- you go. I don't know, I'm about to show you exactly who talking about you, Sarah. Sarah, bitch, she, she said, y'all annoying. Is this one, quick hey, Sarah. I'll
2: take this with Carol later. Go ahead. You know, Elle, who, I hear you you know who this is? Who? This girl works for Carlos King Productions. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best producer in the history oh, of producers for reality TV. That is Carlos King. No. That is Carlos King's, What do you call it, protege? Because no. the way she stirred the pot right there was hey, some hey. of the best pots stirred I have seen, and only seen and done it better by Carlos King himself. Don't you? You watch The Real Housewives. Don't you watch <laughs> uh Love and Marriage, DC, Memphis, Texas, all of those? That is Al. Carlos King's Minty right there. I promise you. Yes, it is. I don't care what you say. She is trying out to be on <laughs> Carlos King's productions.
1: Trust Carlos, me. Carlos, let me find out you already contacted. Oh. <laughs> Carolina, Carolina, you're about to gag. Al true T. If you didn't start first, I was gonna say, girl, where can I find you? You're a great great addition to the Kingdom Rain family. Look, I am nosy. I've always been nosy. I found a way to get paid for this. So this girl has talent. She is a genius. She is the Barbara Walters of our generation. <laughs> she needs to win a Peabody Award. You are creating a legacy that only comes <laughs> up until this point. And my sister, I salute you. Yes. Oh, God.
2: She's fantastic. Whatever her name is, she needs to slide into Carlos King's DM right here. She girl. Get you a job. Well, We're I hiring.
1: Can. Yes.
0: And honestly, I'm team Sarah. Like, I want, I would want to know. I would want to know leave my friends. Would y'all want to know Al? Would you want to know? Absolutely. If your friends talking
2: to mm, see, I'm not good. See, I'm not. That's why I couldn't do reality TV. I'm not good at this. You going to talk about me and then I forgive you the next day. That's not going to work for me. Oh, no. I would, I would rather not know that someone's talk. I, I don't know. Cause see, if I find out I'm going to confront the person and then I'll never talk to them ever again.
1: So well, yeah, that's, that's, that's what that's makes a good reality be. star. You immediately confront the person.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be me. I'm a Gemini. So.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. 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 I'm going
0: to confront them too. And then I'm also not going to speak to them again.
1: Ever again. Right.
0: Like why? Like, I'm I'm so happy. I know how you feel about me now. <laughs> I like now we're
2: done. Mean, Yes. All right.
0: All right. So. <laughs> Let's talk about another woman in our lives, Jada Pinkett Smith. She's bringing back an old flame that we she just can't get over. Apparently, she threw she threw up. She threw up. She posted a throwback video of her and Tupac lip-syncing to Will Smith's song "Parents Just Don't Understand," and um, someone had a lot, people had a lot to say on her, on her comments. One wrote, girl, you tripping, not you and your man rapping your other man's song." Someone (laughs) else wrote, Will is somewhere punching the air. Uh, I agree. Will is probably punching somewhere because in her book, she's trying to say that she's full circle with the Fresh Prince by talking about it through the lens of her and Tupac. Girl, you know, you're still in love with Pac. And uh, Will is just sitting there crying. I don't know. Carlos, what you think?
1: Listen, listen, listen. Jada, you got to stop disrespecting your man publicly. Hmm. It's right. it's to the point now where Red Table Talk, you should have never done it. Because in my opinion, it was nothing but a show to expose your dirty secrets that we, the public, did not want to know. The fact that this Mm -hmm. man saw your frown at the Oscars, his reputation is forever tarnished because he tried to defend you because he said in his book that I read, he never felt like he was a man that was capable of defending his mom, nor the women in his life. And again, I'm not blaming Jada for for Will slapping um, Chris Rock. What I am saying, it was the August Alcina affair that she liked to call this what was the e-word um not expedition or excursion entanglement, entanglement. entanglement. <laughs> yeah. and did so you say I, expedition, expedition. It was, yes. <laughs> yes. blow in the expo so my expedition is, it, it, it's this constant narrative of the disrespect that will smith is having will smith will still be seen as america's sweetheart if it wasn't for red table talk and I think Jada at some point put down the phone, go to Tupac's graveyard site, sleep there, baby. Cause if I was Will Smith, you ain't sleeping with me. Yeah. You know what I think,
2: Carolina? You know I, sorry. You know what I think, Carolina? Hey, we don't want to see Will Smith have another meltdown. I mean this last meltdown was earth-shattering right we I mean that echo of that stuff could be heard around the country around the world in I think it's okay for her to reminisce because clearly she's not going to stop, right? But what I think she should stop doing is sharing it on social media or to the public. And we talk about how this hurts Will, but wouldn't it hurt your kids also to see your mom fantasizing, or at least it looks like, if we don't want to use the word fantasizing, idolizing (laughs) an old friend in front of your dad, which is humiliating. So wouldn't that also... Uh, just by offshoot, make the kids feel some kind of way as well. So to protect your family and to protect your marriage and to protect your pockets, cause this man can't go through another meltdown. They'll throw him out of Hollywood on the next meltdown. Why don't you just do this in private? Why do you always got to bring this up in public? Because I don't care if it's real, if it's serious or not. It's the perception that you're making your man <laughs> look like what Dr. Heavenly's called a bitch.
0: Ooh. I didn't use those words, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, and she's spilling it all in this book. Like why does she have to keep making everything so public? Keep your private things private. I didn't. <laughs> I and would give
1: not. your private parts in your private discretion. Nobody <laughs> knows these Don't take it on an expedition. <laughs> right? Exactly. No expedition, the Navigator, the Sprinter, Honey, and the Range Rover. Do you think
2: seriously? I want. I, I want everybody's true opinion. Do you guys really think that Will was okay with August Alcina?
1: Well, apparently he was with spring, September, summer. So, again, t- if two can tango and play that game, they're going to do it. So, he was, yeah. he was with August. He had September, October, May, <laughs> and a little bit. What the hell are you talking about? I'm saying she had August, all Cena. He had other concubines, named allegedly June, September, May. And, All right, while you keep going through the months, we, we're going our people to break.
0: Okay, coming up next, sexy red response to people who think she's a bad influence and later find out what Demi Lovato thinks about when she feels the most confident. Find out when we return. back to TGIF soulmates. We've got Carlos King in the building and of course, Al Reynolds. And we've been having some fun spilling this tea, haven't we fellas?
2: Yeah, this is an interesting Friday. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> all right, we need to talk about Sexy Red, okay? Because recently she responded to a tweet about her. Someone said, Sexy Red was really put out to misguide our Black women and it's working. Obviously, Sexy Red had a reply. She said, making y'all shake your ass is mix- misguiding y'all. I mean, honestly, I, I don't think she's misguiding us at all. I think she is here to entertain, and if you want to shake your ass, you can. If you want to rap some raunchy-ass lyrics, you can. If you want to get tatted up, you can. But I'm not waking up, shaking my ass, getting tatted, and singing raunchy lyrics. I mean, that she's here to entertain. What do you guys think? Carlos, is she misguiding our Black women?
1: No, I think she's guiding our black women. I don't think think there's nothing misguided about it. I think there's something beautiful about a woman accepting her sexual prowess. We want women to own the skin they're in. My friend co-host Claudia Jordan, she talks about the fact that she's never been married and she definitely has had her field day in the pool of men, right? It's okay. I think we got to stop slut-shaming people. She shakes her ass when she wakes up. I do mine when I go to bed for obvious reasons. So we're different in that regard. But (laughs) I love the fact that she is owning her sexiness and the fact that she wears a bra and panties and some fishnet stockings to performances, to Chick-fil-A. I I love you some sexy red. Hello. And the thing is, she ain't the first one to
0: tweet out to say raunchy things or to push the envelope as a woman and talk about her sexuality and own it. I mean, we've had since Trina, we've had female MCs coming out here and speaking about sex, the way women actually feel about sex. So I don't know why we're coming for Sexy Red right now. Plus, are our black male rappers misguiding our black men? with all of the terrible things that they've said and done. Oh, absolutely,
2: and asked, absolutely, like, absolutely, absolutely, Carolina. Really I think out. I understood, let me tell you, you guys know we talked, I, well, you guys weren't here, but I, I I, like Sexy Ray. I love the glasses. I love the fact that she carries money around. I love, I love the fact that she's ratchet. Um, but she is a ratchet sex symbol. She is, and that's what's getting her money right now. However, there are young black girls that are going to look up to her because she's famous. And because she's famous, they're going to want to emulate her and her behavior. All of it. The ratchet part, the sex positive part, the you know, the language can barely, you know, subject-verb agreement part, all of that. They're going to want to be that and 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 also. You know, portray the same thing because they look up to her. So my thing here is like it's an impossible balance for someone like Sexy Red. I don't think that she can actually be a positive role model like we're expecting. She's she's not Oprah, or I mean that's a horrible analogy, but <laughs> because she's a ratchet sex symbol, that's how she gets her that's money. Who she is. That's that is how she persona. pays her bills. Right. So for you to kind of take that away from her is almost like robbing her of her essence of of who she really is. So in this case, I think if I was her, I just wouldn't try to be anybody's role model. Right. Especially not little girls.
0: And she what she said is exactly right. It's like making you shake your ass, which is what she wants to do. She wants to entertain. She wants to get these bills by putting out the music that she does. Like she's not over here trying to teach at a university. She's not trying to raise these kids. You know, right, so, right,
2: right, right. I don't know
0: why we're we're pinning this on her for misguiding us all
2: together. Like, no. well, let me let's ask Carlos this because he creates a lot of content that a lot of people idolize him for, and especially black women. And is this shade out? No, 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 Carlos. No, this is not shade. This is this is props. A lot of black young women love Carlos King. They love how he produces his shows. They can't get enough of it. So the same way that I asked Mona Scott. Like, like Carlos, do you feel any type of way in you know, how you may be programming the younger generation with the content that you create today?
1: No, I don't feel any kind of way because my programming isn't for anybody under the age of 18. So for me, I cast people who are authentically and truthfully being themselves. And look, one thing I know for sure is you can't group an entire genre of television into one category because there's black people in front of it. We're all monolithic. I mean, we're all not monolithic and always tell people, we talked about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. No one blamed the Oscars producers for that. Oh my gosh, this ratchet moment. Is this something that we should like all clutch our pearls for? So the thing is this, it's not anybody's job to be the sole responsible party of the younger generation. I think what you said, Al, is true. My audience, my raindrops, They love me because of the authenticity that I bring to their television screens. Now, -hmm. there's other shows that are on the air that I'm like, yikes, on the bikes. But I am true to who I am. My cast is true to who they are. And at the end of the day, sit back with your sunglasses, your fishnet stocking, your panties and your bra, watch some TV, watch some sexy red and get your life. (laughs)
0: period okay all right let's move on to this next story i really cannot wait to hear what you guys think about this so people are coming for this utah mom who has gone viral for the way that she hugged her 16 year old son i want you to take a look at this video So as you can see, he just finished playing a football game. He's a high school kid, and she is seen hugging him with her legs wrapped around him. So people are like, "Mm," she's in heels at a high school football game, dressed with a very tight, and she's hugging her son in that way. Is it too much. Al, you're smiling. Tell me how you feel.
2: No, 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 no. Go to Carlos because I actually know <laughs> I actually know the story. So I want to hear what Carlos has to say. Oh, so. right,
0: right. I, I'm not Easily giving any more context because I, I do
2: want opinions. Come on, Carlos. No,
1: the thing for me is this. Obviously his mother looks good. She's wearing white mom jeans, okay, <laughs> which is a very brave thing to do at a certain age. So I love the fact that she's embracing her Body and look, this is her son. And as any boy knows, the relationship between a mom and a son is very special. It really is. And she's proud of him. So she wants to lap her legs around him, the same leg she opened up to give birth to him. I'm here for it. She looks she <laughs> has no problem with it. And I don't either. Y'all need Carlos, to- Carlos, okay. Carlos. What?
2: Wrapping right, the right, legs right, oh. to him, Carlos. You're doing yeah. too much. This I say
1: close your legs and marry me. I say, mamas, open your legs up to your son your little boy. <laughs> so
2: Carolina, the, the reason why I didn't have a problem with this one in particular is because of the story behind it. Right. So this particular young man's father just committed suicide, I think a couple of months or a year prior to April this. April
0: 4th. April 4th, April
2: fourth, like in April. That's right. And, and he never came to any, the father never came to any of the sons football games, never supported him. His mother was always there. His father was also had issues with alcoholism. If I'm not mistaken, correct, Kalina, if you read the story, yep. Yep. he had issues with alcohol, he committed suicide. And this young man, this isn't his number. This was his father's number that was on his Jersey in this yeah. particular game uh, wearing his father's jersey in memory of his father saluting his father in all of his dysfunction, but he was a good football player. He wore his number and wearing that number, they won the game. And the mother was just ecstatic that she was able to create the bridge between a father who was normally not there and not very present in this young man's life, but him still respecting his dad enough to wear his number and to, you know, show homage to his dad for being a great athlete.
0: Yeah. I mean, the mom said that uh, he was feeling emotional, obviously wearing the 44 and she is his safe space. So, you know, for her, the, the hug was nothing, but as I've said on TJF before, I have a kid who plays high school football. I asked, and he's my, my stepson. So I asked him and I asked his mom, both, what are your thoughts on this hug? Both of them said, absolutely weird Weird. to never in a million years. When I pick up my mom, That hug. Is she going to put her legs around me? That is just still, that's too much. She didn't have to do that. No. And when you scroll through her Instagram, she's, she likes no attention. Okay. She's very scantily
1: clad. So where is she from? Because I may have a show for her. So if if you're watching my love DM me, she's in Utah. She's in Utah. Love and marriage, Utah. Let's go. Love and Marriage has has non-Black people on it. Hey, there's a first for everything. (laughs) (laughs) So when are
2: you going to do the first male ensemble?
1: When when, when you and your concubines come up. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot wait to see it. I cannot wait to see it. (laughs) All right,
0: y'all. We are going to head to break. So you guys stay right there because more tea is coming up next. Welcome back to TGIF. We're going to dive right into the Demi Lovato uh, viral moment where she recently shared that she feels most confident while she's having sex. She said it's the only time when she's not thinking about anything else and feels fully present in the moment. All right, Carlos, you grinning, grinning, grinning. How do you feel about this comment from Demi? Um, let's just say I feel very
1: present. I feel... <laughs> Demi, you are my type of... Wait, she's not binary. So Demi, you are my type of person. There we go. You mean this week? I know. She keeps changing. I mean, they keep changing. That's why I get confused. Okay. I think right now... Okay,
2: it's they. She, she and her now. She's she and her now. Oh, she and her. Okay, she so she... Be
1: they and them. Okay. So Demi, girl, I'm with you. I agree with you. I feel my best when me and my African are mixing our melanin together to produce something spicy and explosive at the end. And you get the hot towel off the nightstand and you make sure you're in good hands like Allstate. So I'm with you, girl. I feel the exact same way. Right, Al? Al? Look, I, I, I like sex. I don't know. He know. I I don't I don't
2: know that I can say that that's when I feel the most confident. That's when I feel the best. That's when I feel good. That's when I feel like, you know, great, but most confident. Yeah. What is she confident (laughs) about? Is she confident because she's you know, she's got the best straddle or she's got, you know, she what? what, (laughs) What is she confident about that she's got right. the back shot, like that she knows like how to throw it back best and it makes her feel good? What is she confident about? Because she, she, she knows how to swallow better than anybody else. Like, what <laughs> are you confident about,
1: woman? What was on my resume characteristics?
0: <laughs> Listen, all I know is that I am definitely not the most confident. I mean, I know I'm I'm a great lay. I do know that, but absolutely not. Do I feel most, I'm I'm way too, I'm thinking about everything, right? I'm trying to, I'm not, I'm fully present because I'm worried about what's, you know, what's not looking good until it feels too good. And then we don't send me baby. I'm a porn star. All right, let's move on to this next topic. A seventh grade teacher shared his frustrations about the education systems. Let's take a look at this video.
1: I'm not even trying to be funny, but these kids are, I'm going to just say this. I teach seventh grade. They are still performing on the fourth grade level. And why don't y'all know that y'all kids not performing on their grade level? Why y'all don't know this? Let's unpack. Because y'all be quick to talk about oh, the teacher, this, the teacher, this, the teacher. It's your job, it's your job, baby. I just got here thirty days ago.
0: Mm mm mm. mm. Yeah, I mean, I think the pandemic has brought us back significantly, and we're st- still stuck on twenty twenty, and we're not catching up. As as somebody who has a kid still trying to catch up in school, I get it. But you need to be aware. As a parent, I'm aware. So parents not being aware that that really terrifies me. Al, what do you think?
2: Yeah, you know, I'm an educator. I'm in the classroom. This was very alarming for me um, on both on two sides. Though it was alarming that the administration is aware of this and continues to push these kids through the system because they don't want a backlog and i'm also alarmed because these parents have no idea that you got a whole little man that's getting ready to go to high school and he's reading on the level of a nine-year-old that to me blew my mind. Like I I really understand like during COVID and everything, parents were trying to figure it all out. We were all trying to figure it out, but let's reassess, especially in the underserved communities, especially with our black and brown kids, we cannot get any more behind than we already are. I say, let's figure out a way to address this. Let's, Let's work on it and let's make it a priority across the educational system altogether.
1: Carlos listen, blame George Bush. No lead. What is it? leave no child. Leave no child <laughs> yeah. So I blame George Bush for that because no, leave their asses behind. I don't want anybody graduating with me that did less than half of the work that I did. I don't right. believe, I don't believe in. Oh, there's no such thing as a winner. we all winners. No, you're a loser. I'm a winner. <laughs> You'll get left behind while I graduate. Thank you. All right,
0: coming up, we have our birthday roll call and our teabag of the week. Find out who's the lucky person when we come back. Me! Welcome back to TGIF Soulmates. You guys are always requesting a birthday shout out. So we're going to kick off the celebration tonight with our soulful birthday shout outs. Dang. All right. First up, we have Megan Smith from Houston, Texas, H-Town right here where I'm at. Happy birthday, Megan. Is it Megan? Hey girl. Megan. It's either Megan or Megan. I don't know. Okay. M E A G A N. Megan.
2: All right, Megan. Megan. Megan.
0: Next, we have Trelene M. Williams. Hey, girl.
2: Happy birthday, Trelene. Happy, happy, birthday. happy birthday.
0: Happy birthday to Frank Sutton from the ATL, Atlanta. Happy Come birthday, on,
2: Frank. Frank. What up, Don Frank?
0: And <laughs> we have happy birthday to Don Lewis Beckley in Los Angeles. Happy birthday, Don. On. I'm looking cute with the hoops and happy birthday to Andre Wells.
2: Happy birthday, Andre. Is that Andre Wells? The, uh, Oh no. I thought it was Andre Wells, the um, famous celebrity um, party planner.
0: Well, happy birthday to that Andre Wells yeah. and happy birthday to Maxine Harris.
2: Happy birthday, Maxine
1: birthday maxine
0: getting green, green maxine all right make sure you guys continue to send us your name a photo and your hometown to tgif at foxsoul.tv so we can give you your birthday shout out all right it's time to look at these tweets and i really want you guys to talk about this one check it out cheating on a girl who does all four holes is just greedy so uh can you guys guess what the fourth hole is and do you agree? All right I've been grinning about this wanting Carlos to chime in so I'm going to let on, Carlos what's that, say, what's, Carlos. That,
1: what's that fourth hole Carlos? Okay so let me count the let me count the holes how many ways can we count the holes okay so one is the mouth, that's one. Okay. The anal, the anus is two. Okay. And if you are a female, vagina is three. Okay. Okay. And the other hole, um, if you're really freaky, is when someone blows things up your nostrils. So that's four.
2: No, I don't know. I like that hole, Carlos. So this you is a guy
1: talking. to you lick your nose?
2: This is a guy, this is a guy talking about his girlfriend, right? So I'm gonna say, this is what I'm gonna guess. Because I'm nasty. All right, I'm gonna say one, one is the mouth, two is the vagina, three is anal, and four is she's putting her finger up his butt. Yep. Ooh.
0: I was doing the same thing. I was like, is it the <laughs> ear? Is it the nose? I was like, what hole? I had to go through all the comments to find out that it's it's about pegging. Yeah, pegging him right back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all four holes. Oh. All right, so, so do guys, we- Guys like
1: pegging now. Got
2: it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it on the show before, actually. I
1: mean, um, uh, Carlos, yeah, I'm it's Carlos, a thank you. <laughs> Fuck you, getting foot surgery. Get them bun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, funky girl.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, I feel like pegging is really becoming more mainstream these days.
2: Well, I was you guys weren't on the show, but I was telling my soul, the soulmates here that I have a very good friend. She is the VIP host at a very well-known strip club in Manhattan. And so one of the things that goes on is in the VIP section, um, they buy bottles, they buy rooms, they take the, the 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 dancers into the room privately, blah blah blah. So she has she gives them strap-ons um, because the the guys have asked for them to use the strap-on on them, and it's it's like somewhat of a little trend now.
1: So, Al, you said, what, okay, wait, one more time. Uh, <laughs> location is what again? You said Manhattan is that Times Square. I have, I'm doing this for research purposes because I'm a journalist. Research purposes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> well, Carlos, have you
0: uh, ever made a, a straight man gay?
1: Ooh. Hello. Listen, there's no such thing as a straight man, honey, if he's in my bedroom. So (laughs) often honey, if you enter the double doors of the kingdom, it ain't Jesus. You're gonna be seeing honey, you're gonna be seeing Jesus. Okay.
2: Yeah, but you didn't answer the question.
1: I know what's the point
2: what's the tea? Listen, I can imagine as a a as a television executive, you can't tell me that there have been instances—not saying that you've made, you've, you've insti- you made you you instigated it or initiated it—but
1: you know, well, give us a little tea. Mm-hmm. You want a tea on my sexual page, Reno?
2: <laughs> or excursion? Page
1: of page. All I would say is this: living in New York City in Harlem in the two thousands when guys would wear rockier fashions, let's just say they were wearing out my rock, okay? Ooh.
0: That's the tea we needed? So the That's answer the is yes. The <laughs> answer is yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Conclusion, yes. Uh-huh.
2: This name is <laughs> on some corner of town. I'm oh, uptown okay. right now, actually. Not the Shell gas station on 125. All <laughs> <No> way. <laughs> All right. Over so okay. there on the west side? You so nasty. <laughs> Near the park. Oh, I know what you were doing. Okay, honey. Park
1: in Central Park, station. That's <laughs> oh, <bro. laughs> So All right, I'm we have totally covered so many
0: crazy stories this week, so we'd like to end our show by handing out an award to a person who exemplifies pure delusion. This is our teabag of the week. And the teabag of the week goes to no one else but Columbus, short for naming his son Dezel for such a petty-ass reason. What do you have to say about our honorary teabag of the week,
2: Al? He earned it, baby. He earned it. He earned it. He earned it. He earned it. But, you know, we talked about this earlier in the week. We've decided that maybe there could be some type of mental health situation going on here. I have no idea. Oh, wait a minute. No, this is it. I wanted to get you guys opinion. Um, Do you have the quote from what he said that the reason why he called his son Denzel? Because Denzel was always son in him, Carlos. He said because Denzel was always sunning him. How do you interpret that? Because I didn't interpret that as positive.
1: No, it was probably what we saw the coach do to the football player (laughs) in the (laughs) locker room. Listen, Denzel takes his craft very seriously. And when you are a black man in this industry, you will come into contact with mentors who are hard on you, no pun intended, because they want to see you do great. So I think Denzel's quote-unquote sonned him because he was trying to teach the young lad something. Clearly, Columbus didn't listen, which Uh is why he's behaving in the erratic way that he has been the past couple of years. We all know what happened between him and Shonda Rhimes on Scandal. We all know what happened when he dated Britney Spears as a backup dancer. So Columbus definitely has had tons of people in his life who wanted to see him do better. So to name your son Denzel, are you going to name your daughter Shonda?
0: Who? I don't think but now he's backtracking because on the podcast when he was saying he was being sun, That's some yeah. Diddy League teeth.
2: <laughs> That's some Diddy League teeth. Why is she doing do it again, Carlos? <laughs> 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 we are best today. <laughs> I love her team though
1: uh, Um, you tried it sorry Carolina girl do your job honey I did not know what I was gonna
0: say oh well now he's backtracking and he's saying that he's still uh, his icon his idol and he cannot wait to work with him again even though it was all you're not
1: gonna work in this business anytime (laughs) you need to be like Columbus who allegedly (laughs) found America and go find a job child (laughs) girl bye Columbus honey to celebrate you anymore? We celebrate Juneteenth. Goodbye. Oh God. Goodbye.
0: And we also tend to celebrate BBLs. Apparently, y'all take a look at this cake that's gone viral after a woman's friends gave her a celebratory cake after she underwent a BBL surgery. Look at this photo. Do we have the photo? No. <laughs>
2: there we go. There's the photo. Oh. Oh my goodness. A
0: bandaged up ass with the legs that do not match. So, do you think getting a wow. uh, cake is something to celebrate? Fake cakes is what we're calling them, or are you tired of seeing all these? <laughs> in
1: the That's a double jump Fake cakes on the fake cake. <laughs> Look, I'm all about a friend celebrating all of my wins. And if you are going to go to the Dominican, Dominican Republic and have Consuela shoot up some nicotine and some saline and whatever in your ass cheeks, honey, and go back to the Miami airport and get wheeled off, honey, off your Spirit Airlines flight, then so be it. I'm here for it
2: not Spirit Airline.
1: <laughs>
2: All I know is that if my friends, show that cake one more time. That cake, <laughs> that's not a BBL. That is dis, that's disfigurement right there. That's a depends, <laughs> they, right, right They are clearly, They are clearly talking mess, trash about their friend. How crazy is
1: that? Mm-mm, mm-mm, no. but, but I want to ask y'all a question. How many friends of y'all had a BBL and did y'all celebrate?
0: No, never celebrated. Obviously, yeah, no, celebrate I the know. body when I see her like, ew, ew, ew. but once the surgery was done, absolutely not, did not have a cake or a party or anything like that.
2: I'm going to tell you, Carlos, I think it's, it's 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 becoming normal. It's almost like getting a facial, to be honest with me. like You remember back in the day, only certain people got certain types of facials. Now everybody is getting a body something. Everybody's going to make over of some sorts.
0: All right. Well, I want to thank my co hosts, Al Reynolds and Carlos King, for joining me tonight on TGIF. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Street Flavor, and we'll see you guys next week, Soulmates.
2: All right, Soulmates. Have a good week.